ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, welcome to episode 9 of the Bastards of Babylon. Number 9. 9. Longhorn. Is that how many rings Tom Brady has? Nine. Times. Nine. nine. He's almost, almost one for both a, thumbs. Is it nine? I believe it is 9 out of 11. Oh, that's right. He's going for the, going for the second going thumb. Going for the double thumb. No, it's not 9, not nine out of 11. Eight out of ten. He lost to the Giants twice and the uh, Eagles once. Sorry, eight out of eleven. Sorry. Well, we're on episode so nine. Yeah, eight out of eleven. Yeah. Well, we're on episode Good nine. Start. So we ain't I'm, starting shit over. Keep rolling. So boy keep rolling. Is rolling for uh, number nine <laughs> this year. And speaking of quarterbacks, <laughs> uh, Longhorn, I just want to take the time out here. I, I'm going to give you the floor to oh. apologize to. All the good people who have followed us here from FGH. And first of all, thank you so much for watching. Uh, the numbers are rolling in. We appreciate it. However, uh, we know of the thousands of people that have watched this show. All of you have not been watching since FGH. So you haven't actually seen us on the Football Glory Hole. Which on that podcast, you know, I'd make a quick mention of this. And then, you know, we'd move on because we got shit to do. We got a lot of shit to cover. But this mm. is a long forum. So we have time to expand on it. So I just want to point out that uh, if you've been a fan of that show, you've been watching, been listening, uh, back when one Baker Mayfield was drafted, my good buddy Longhorn over here said that, uh, mm. you know, he would make the Manning what name What did I mud. say? He'd make the Manning what name What did mud. I say? He was going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks mm -hmm. of all time. And yet that mm. dude today got traded for a conditional fifth-round pick to the Panthers, mm -hmm. and on top of that, the Browns are going to pay $10 million of his salary this year, and on top of that, the Browns have no backup quarterback in a situation in which they're absolutely going to need a backup quarterback because their starter is absolutely going to be suspended for at least part of, if not most of, if not all of the season, we will find out. However, Longhorn, I just want to give you the floor to atone for your sins and if you haven't watched FGH and you're thinking, oh, my God, you guys are supposed to know football, and this guy I think was, you know, Baker Mayfield was supposed to be the best quarterback ever, don't worry. I'm they always here it. to put him in his place. I'm always here to make sure they that don't. you people are not led astray. But long Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Will, That's enough for you. That's I enough will... for you. It's my turn. Okay, yeah, I got it. I got it. I, I don't need any more setup. It's just enough. <laughs> so here's the deal. Before I before I get started, hit the subscribe <laughs> button right now. All you all you people who are tuning in right now. Do it. Get it out of the way now. Hit the subscribe button. Rate review all the stupid shit that I say. All the stupid shit that Bo Siva says. Leave a comment and we will uh, we'll get back to you. But if you do subscribe 
and you have been a subscriber to FGH and the Revolution Network through the years, you know that everything that Bo Steve has just told you was a flat out fabrication of the truth. It is. Uh, no. I mean, it's it's literally on tape. Well, my like, Jim, I mean, we, we Jim can, Saki. We can, this is integrity over tape. here. Um, now, did I? I mean, what, what was that? Four years ago? How long? How long yeah, have I been in the league? He's been four years. For four okay. years. So yeah. Yeah, so and I think we started FA. Sure, we started FGH. I think that year, maybe, maybe the year before. Maybe. So maybe I got a little, maybe I got a little carried away on the microphone and having a microphone <laughs> in front of my fat mouth, and maybe I said some things that I normally wouldn't. However, what I know I didn't say that Baker was whatever you just said about Manning. It's not nothing close to that. Uh, you know, through the years, you learn a lot. Uh, I didn't think he was, I mean, I, truthfully, I don't really know exactly how that conversation went. Um, I think I, I don't think either one of us said we would have taken Baker number one or the first quarterback in that draft. I think we both picked a different quarterback, uh, which none of them have been good. Um, no, none of them have been one. good. Who's the one that's been good in that class? None of them. None of them? Nah. L Lamar wasn't in that class? Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. My bad to Lamar. He last no. one picked. He's been no. the best one. Wasn't he? Was it? Was he that one, or was it Kyler? No, it wasn't. No, Kyler. fuck, I don't know. So maybe Lamar, it was Lamar. So Lamar, yeah, Lamar got his his option or whatever this year. Decided his player options. Yeah, so, yeah. And Darnold didn't, or Darnold did, but then he got traded. And <laughs> no, now, now another guy that got traded or drafted for him just got traded to play in front of him. Which, uh, you know, we got our over unders to bet in Vegas, and here's where I'm leaning now with the Browns just. To, again, long form sort of spitballing shit. If they're going to be sitting there at eight and a half when we go out there in two is weeks, what it's at? It is what it's at currently. Okay. And Carolina just went up to six and a half from six. I don't think that Beggars a half a point or half a game upgrade from Darnold. I think they're about the same. In fact, if you look at their stats, Baker's been for his four years, two of the four years he's been below average in QBR and EPA plus CPOA in three of his four years, he's been below average in DVOA. So for the number one over pick, he is absolutely a bust. You did like him coming out. I'm just busting your balls on saying that shit, but you did like him. I never did. I never did. It was Lamar. It was Lamar in that draft. Baker went one. Yeah, Lamar's uh, been the Darnold best quarterback three. by a million fucking miles in that draft. Um, so Josh Allen, sorry, Josh Allen went seven in that draft. Oh, so. shit, that was Josh Allen. Oh, okay, well, Josh Allen's and been then, the best, and then after that, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen. Let's oh, not, let's who not could forget, forget the, that fucking guy. Yeah, so, who forget the who could so. forget the guy that threw the best ball and has like literally played the least amount of snaps because he fucking is a California fucking douchebag. Oh, that piece of yeah. shit kid. Um, he's probably almost a doctor by now. He better fucking fall back on something. But anyway, uh, yeah, just busting your balls in the Baker thing. But just spitball it to real football and real talk. I don't know that he's a half green upgrade on Sam Darnold. That team fucking sucks anyway. And we've seen what Baker does with not a great team. Doesn't perform that well. Uh, but the most intriguing thing to me is if Watson's gone, and I looked over the lines, and first of all, the Browns play – Carolina week one. It was the Browns three and a half point favorites at Carolina. 
They're now down a one-point <laughs> favorite. And that's with Jacoby yeah, Brissett yeah. starting over Baker Mayfield, which you would have to assume Baker Mayfield would be the starter. First of all, give me Carolina all fucking day long. I'll take that. Um, secondly, if the Browns are going to stick around eight and a half, and let's say that Watson gets suspended for, I think eight weeks makes sense uh, simply because their bye is week nine. So if you look over their schedule, they'll win about, two games to three games maybe to the first eight if you look at their schedule which is the easiest part of their schedule then watson comes back he hasn't played football for a year and a half their schedule is fucking murderers row over the back half they might win four out of those last nine just how the schedule sets up i mean they're looking like a seven win team you're getting eight and a half that might be a fucking slam dunk under that we haven't even thought about betting until this point but I am seriously considering it because the way the schedule lines up, and if that if that suspension's right, if eight games is right, man, they're going to struggle to win seven games. So that could be a hidden fucking well, win, win for us. I don't know what the holdup is on um, on the announcement, but or I don't maybe Cleveland has word in the back channels, and that's why they actually made this deal. It's about to drop. Who knows? Well, I mean, they knew. I mean, they knew Baker was never going to play another Baker. I don't know if we talked about it on here or not, but uh, I think we might have. I don't know. But Baker's one of the most spiteful fucking people on the planet. He's shown that in his entire life. I mean, you don't shake his hand. He grabs he he shakes should have played, you. He should have played for Cleveland. Yeah, but he wasn't going to. And when Cleveland says things like, oh, well, it's good to finally have a grown-up in the room, like a grown-up that has – I don't know about that. Yeah, has fucking masseuses flown all over the country to suck his dick or whatever he did, which is nothing wrong with that. Look, I'm not telling you if, you if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm not flying chicks all over the country to suck my dick. I'm not judging the man, first of all. But Sounds that, like more of a rub and tug. That, to a grown-up, to Baker, who's, you know, a married man who might get his dick sucked, you know, at the Cheesecake Factory or whatever, Every once in a while, which, you know, what married guy fucking doesn't? You know, what married guy does <laughs> That wasn't his wife, though, so. That's, oh, that I know. I know that. <clears throat> but that's adult type shit, you know. Adults don't fly prostitutes, basically, in from all over the country and have them suck them off. Not, I mean, not at least not pre-negotiated. That's all I'll say. Like, if you're going to be adult about it, have it pre-negotiated, hey, yeah, you look like maybe in a masseuse, you're on Instagram, but in reality, you know you're going to come over here and suck my dick or do whatever I want you to do. I'm going to fucking come in your face. And that's what an adult does. You know, it's kind of childish to lure them in under the pretense of being a masseuse. And then you get there and the fucking black mama comes out, right? And then you got to decide what you're going to do with it. You know, that that's more childish to me than being an adult and having an affair in a cheesecake factory parking lot. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that his situation in Carolina is is terrible to be honest with you. I mean What what makes you think better. it's great? They're not a good team. I didn't say Their it. Coach I didn't sucks. say it great. I didn't say it great. I said it's not it's not like he's going, you know, uh he, he <laughs> I mean, if he wanted to go and play and be the starter the whole season, then even though Carolina's not as good of a team, 
they're not going to be as bad of a team roster-wise as they were last year, and especially now with Darnold or uh, Baker, because Baker has he's he's proven that he's a better quarterback than Darnold to well, this they were, point. They so, were six wins over under going in. Now they're six and a half. So Vegas okay. obviously so didn't expect them to be very good. It it definitely is an upgrade, and we'll take every fucking ticket. Hopefully, it gets to seven by the time we get to fucking ten. Hopefully, everybody catches Baker fever. And fucking starts betting. Yeah, I'm not. Great. I'm not saying I want the over. I'm just saying the, you know, through the draft, through free agency, the roster, and then now with with Baker, it's not. Uh, it's not what it was last year. Which I don't know what they finished with last year. What was it? Five, six, five wins. Five. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably it's probably a one win. Maybe may. Eh. It's hard to say too, but you know, Baker is better. So we'll we'll see how that all shakes out. But there's no guarantee that. I mean, we're in what July, first week of July. You got training camp that's starting in probably three weeks, something like that. July twenty seventh, so, baby, twenty one days. I mean, he he probably will start immediately. Um, aren't, but aren't both of them making like eighteen million? Both. Yeah, Is but it, it doesn't it doesn't the matter. Same. They're both on one year like they're both on one year deals and right. paying the, right. the money does not matter at all. Yeah, you got to think. Maybe Darnold will say just, no, nah, never mind. He's not going to turn that money down. So, no. Yeah, they're both just going to play. Yeah, whatever. This isn't a football show. Let's let's talk about other shit. Let's, we'll have plenty of time for Baker and <laughs> Carolina and all these I just stupid wanted you fucking to teams. Give the, you know, I wanted you to have the opportunity to apologize to everyone, you know, no. that's been following you I and never, following us. You know. I never, never apologize ever, okay? <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do it <laughs> oh, alright what do you got what do you got well I set you up with the intro so uh, I'm wondering what oh, uh, is it my what, turn? what's going on in your world okay well so lots of uh, lots of time spent in the, the pool over the last uh, hol the holiday weekend Saturday, Sunday, Monday I literally was in a pool for three straight days with uh with a beer within you know uh, arm length the was, entire time. Was it a holiday and, um, or something? That <laughs> it was a big holiday. That's why I did it three days in a row instead of two, which is oh, my what, normal what, pattern. What what holiday? Um, what holiday was it? Um, sir, we know it was July Fourth. It was America's holiday, oh, Independence well, Day. I was. Confused. Where are you going with this? I was confused because, you know, ESPN let one of their guys uh, write an article that he was so he offended. He was so offended that uh, Major League Baseball made their players wear the Stars and Stripes different places on their uniform because, I mean, how could you do that on July 4th, you know, weekend for America's Independence? And mind you, this is a guy who got arrested – for choking his wife in public uh, in front of uh, their six-year-old uh, son and only got his um, sentence commuted because his wife refused to... She can't refuse to press charges in public, as reported, but she refused to, whatever the term is, you know, press it any further. So he had community service and probation and blah, blah, blah. But yet this asshole that literally choked his wife in front of his six-year-old son 
wrote that Major League Baseball were the bad people for making their players wear the red, white, and blue on July 4th weekend. So that's why I don't know what holiday you're talking about, you racist piece of shit. Mm -hmm. But, you well, know, it, over here in Woke World, it was just another fucking day. It's just another fucking day. I'll tell you what. Nothing, nothing says America like um, domestic violence. So, I mean, <laughs> cheers to everybody on that one, I guess. Um, so, no, we were in, uh, we were in the pool all weekend, and I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily get into what you know my real job is, but let's just say I don't sit on my fat ass all day long, and I may or may not be out in the heat, and that drinking three days in a weight when you're weightless in a pool and getting drunk and then going to work in plus hundred degrees, that is not good for a plus 40 year old body. However, <laughs> however, while we were in these pools, I, you know, I, I meet people, I talk to people and, you know, I, everybody I meet is my best friend. It's kind of just a trait that I have. And, uh, so I'm talking, we're bullshitting it up, we're cutting it up with uh, it's a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, and we're just we're just doing our thing. And without getting into specifics, because that might be a future um, a future show, I'm, I need to let things develop uh, the situations in the pool. You know, I don't want to burn any bridges before oh, before I cross them. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, I met a guy. <laughs> I did meet a guy. I met lots of guys, lots of guys, lots of girls, lots of guys, lots of cross pollination. <laughs> Lots of stories for later times that I don't want to get into right now. <laughs> However, the topic did come up and it's come up before in, you know, in, in my, in my life, you've known me for, for two decades, probably now it's a thing that's come up a lot. So I decided to do a little uh, deeper thinking on it. I somehow don't know how I'm not a very good looking guy. I'm very, very plain Jane, average fucking dude, but I do have the ability to occasionally pick up a chick that's way too hot for me. Uh, so that became a topic at the pool. Um, this, by the way, boys and girls, is actually true. <laughs> this part is yeah, actually yeah. true. It's, yeah, I, I don't, sometimes I don't know how to do it, uh, which is kind of the point of this story. So, lot, I mean, obviously, you go to the pool, and these dudes are all, I mean, you see the dudes, they're all ripped up. They got muscles. They got the six-pack. They're doing their thing. And then, you know, here comes here comes Longhorn just walking down there with his fucking bad bod, just fucking... <laughs> That's fucking like, what's up, boys? What are you doing? Did you hit the gym today? Was it good? Did you do your sets and your reps? Uh, Scram, anyway, Longhorn, so. don't give him the fucking gym bits. <laughs> so, so after the three days of uh, kind of mingling and doing our thing, uh, you know, some of the guys are like, they're like, what the fuck, man? Like, they all gravitate to you. Like, they all you know, and they're, they're all taking their best shots and they're doing their thing. And they're like, you just fucking lay back. And they just kind of like actually end up around you. They're like, how the hell do you do that? Like, like and I'm like, I really don't know. And uh, like I said, that's been kind of a theme for my entire life. I don't really understand how I can get uh, better looking chicks. So I, like I said, I thought about it and I came up with a, um, you know, it's, it's probably no shock to anybody that knows us, but one of our favorite shows, probably our favorite show is uh, Sunny. Sunny in Philadelphia, famous, famous episode from that one is the dentist system uh, <laughs> episode. So I came up with a uh, with a system of my own. It's not a system on how to bang a chick and leave them like the dentist system. Uh, mine is more of like, how can a normal looking dude, like most of us, pick up chicks way hotter than us? 
and and get them, you know, get engaged in, uh, you know, Mathematically, in a, in a that is true. Most of us are average looking. 100%, 100%. Uh, but, <laughs> but 100% of average looking dudes want to pick up the nine or 10 looking female at, at the pool and, and anywhere else. So I came up with a system. Um, it's uh, obviously we go, I go by Longhorn on this show, but most people know that my real name is James. So we're going to use the James, the James system. And I called it, uh, <laughs> I called it, I, but I, re- I called it the James plan. It's called Ooh. the James plan, kind of like the game plan. What's our game plan? It's the James plan. It's kind of a play on words there. So, all right. If you haven't seen the episode, Dennis system, he starts, he, he does every letter D E N N I S. And he does a little story on each one. So we're starting with James, the J number one, you have just be cool, be cool, be the, be the cool. These, these nines and tens, everybody cool. They are used to, Yes, just chill. Like really, literally chill. They're used to every room they walk in. Everybody's on them. Every fucking dude, every swinging dick is on them like fly on shit, doing their best shot. Just attack, attack, attack. If you're the, if you're already in a room that a chick that a hot chick walks into, just chill. You you know you make eye contact if you can. You give her a little smile. You do your thing, but you're you're not moving because a hot chick moved into a fucking room or moved into your area immediately. I got a question uh, for you right now. Yeah, I'm go gonna ahead. Throw it out. I'm going to throw it out there. If you don't like it, throw it, throw it right back. I want to be on you. I want to be on you. <laughs> that, feel, that feels like a movie line that not everybody is going to understand. So maybe take 10 seconds and uh, and explain that. Oh, the anchor, man. If you don't know that, then, you know, I don't oh, know that we have right. too much left to converse about. Yeah. I want to be on you. No, wait. Wait. No, I'm sorry. I just want to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to write these down real quick. Just be cool. You don't have okay. a chart already? Jesus Christ. No, well, I thought about doing one of the big fucking pull-up charts, but you know, there's only so much We're room here. We're going to use it for the, our the... thumbnail. I mean, my God. Well, is this going to work? Hold on. Can you see this? Does that work? It does work. Sweet. I can actually, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so on to the A. Assume nothing. You don't assume anything. You don't assume if she has a boyfriend. You don't assume. You do check the wedding rings. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but if she's if she doesn't have a ring on, you don't assume shit. You don't assume that that uh, if that if diamond's does, not polished, don't assume that it's fucking fresh, baby. <laughs> no, stay away from the merry ones. Uh, you. You don't assume that if she does get boyfriends that they're always super fucking hot boyfriends. Uh, you don't. You don't assume that she. Ah, uh, she won't like me. Don't assume any of that. That will fuck with your head, and your your game's done before it even gets started. So uh, just be cool. Assume nothing. Now the M. This one's important, and this one. Uh, this one's a lot of you're either born with it or you're not. You have to make her laugh. This is a. This is universal. For all women at all times, if you can't make her laugh and you're not a hot dude, then you have no chance. Um, so make her laugh. Again, mostly a gift. But if you're not good at making people laugh, watch comedies. Watch uh, a friend of yours that knows how to talk to women and make them laugh. Just a tr- just try to get a little bit better. And, and you'll at least get, you know, passable enough where you can make them giggle every once in a while. And, uh, and then that's, your, um, that's, that's part of your end. All right, the E, 
And this one, stolen straight from Dennis, you have to engage physically. You have to engage physically right here, not sexually like he, like like Dennis talked about, but you have to touch just, her. Just grab her tits. Just grab them. Yeah. Mm, that that might be a little them? aggressive. Oh. That might be a little aggressive, but like <laughs> it in that first meeting because you're make you're you're playing it cool. You're, assu- you're assuming nothing. Did you try to you're grab making her, her laugh, but you have to engage physically so she doesn't put you into the friend zone. Because really quick, you could be you could just be the guy that makes her laugh, that's fun to hang out with, and uh, and you're just you're just a cool hang. Fuck that. We're not here to just hang out and be your be your your fucking comedy hour. Okay, we're trying to get laid here by the hot chick. So touch her on the leg when you like when you're talking and you get a chance. Just hey, touch her on the leg real quick. If she's walking by, you know you, you just you small of the back. You just you just put your hand on the small back and ride her. Hey, right this way, darling. There you go. You just somehow engage physically so that she knows this ain't to be fucking friends all right we're not you're not friend zoning my ass at all okay and then the s the last one when you've when you've accomplished all these other things you're gonna get the chance you're gonna get your chance with the hot chick that you don't deserve and you have to slay that shit like you just got out of prison okay you do you have zero time <laughs> you <laughs> you you cannot have a bad performance. Okay, your first shot, you have to. I mean, get the Viagra. You, you can't. You cannot two pump chump a ten. You cannot. You have. You gotta make sure she gets off, and it's a great performance, and there are no issues, and that will keep her coming back. That is the James plan. Just be cool. Assume nothing. Make her laugh. Engage physically so you're not friend zone, oh. and then you slay that shit oh, like you got out of prison. Shit. Could you fucking put that on the board, please? Put it on the board. Yeah, let me. I'll have to write all that out, but what are your thoughts and comments right there, sir? Oh my God. There were so many fucking sunny moments in that. <laughs> when you said engage your physical, obviously the dentist thing, but when the, the episode where they were trying to get Charlie on a date uh, with, the bl- with the blind date with the. Um, yeah, yeah. Asian the waitress, chicken. right? No, no. Oh, it was, the they were trying to get him over. They, the waitress was engaged. They were trying to get him over that. He didn't know that. So he was like sitting there sweating and telling, like, oh, yeah. he was supposed to tell her he was a philanthropist. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a full on rapist. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, what? Oh, he's like, yeah, that. you know, little kids and old people, you know, I, 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 I help people. She's like, do you mean you say you're a philanthropist? And he's like, yeah. It, the words get stuck in my mouth. And I don't say them no good. And then you know they fucking they, they they try to come through and help him, and it's not going well. So I don't remember who's it's like Charlie. Just make a move. And he tries to grab her tits, and she slaps his hands away and runs off. And he's like, did you just try to grab her breast? You said make a move, not grab her breast. <laughs> Oh my god! But all right, tell I me if you can see. Tell me if you can see this, Bob Stevens. Uh, let's go. This. There we go. There we the go. James plan. That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. That's so a fucking great I one. Say, That's a winner. I would say that is very, very sound advice. And for somebody who's watched you work, he prays like a man. It's amazing, isn't it? He prays like a man. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how. He he actually does. Um, pull a lot hotter chicks than he should 
He's not lying about that, boys and girls. Mm. He might be lying about his love for Baker Mayfield, but he is not lying about that. <laughs> no, just that great shooting on you. both of them. Great shooting on both of them. So no, yeah. he tried the James. To all you guys, Baker Mayfield, but it you know Baker's a straight yeah. dude. It didn't work out, so I don't. Know. Yeah, he didn't like Taco Bell. I should should have taken him to to the cheesecake to factory, the cheesecake, man. I guess. <laughs> that's all so to all you guys you you just if you just you just you, they try too hard you know i was out there at the pool and i was just watching and it's not just the pool anywhere you go it's i mean it's so cliche that when a hot chick is there in a bikini that you attack that shit and you know actually it works it's not, it's not that their way doesn't work you know because the the, the persistent the that just just won't go away that works too you wear them down I don't know. Maybe maybe one of them can come out with a different system. It's more like a more like a wear down system. Just 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 wear you out and get you yeah. drunk, and then you know it works out. But you know, I had, a, I had another. You, there's other ways. I had another really good friend uh, growing up. He's actually my best friend growing up, and he was an, an impossibly handsome man. And uh, he didn't need a system because he was so good looking that you know. God uh, bless him. Yeah. God they, bless them. They all just came to him. So, like, his system was just like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking stand here and just be pretty. And eventually, the one that I want, if I, mm -hmm. as long as I wink at her one time, mm -hmm. she's going to fucking float over there. Uh, the also other system is to be famous because it reminds me of a story. Mm. So, back in the day, boys and girls, um, there was a bar in downtown Dallas called The Loon. And in that bar, that bar was dead as shit uh, from Sunday through Thursday. But Friday and Saturday was fucking packed. But from Sunday through Thursday, <laughs> dead zone. Nobody. Well, me and a good buddy of mine used to be a drummer in a band that I used to play in. We used to shoot pool there during the week. And then we wouldn't go there Friday and Saturday because it was fucking elbows to assholes. And you couldn't, there was only one pool table, blah, blah, blah. You couldn't play. But there were many famous people that came in that bar off and on. Uh, Dirk saw Dirk many times in that bar. Uh, Dirk is huge. Dirk. By, the, by the way, never met Dirk Nowitzki in person. That motherfucker, if you think seven foot tall sounds tall, wait till you meet him in person. That dude is yeah. as big as the goddamn bar. He's fucking huge. Yeah, and anyway, you, you saw him in the urinal too, so you really know that's that was uh was, yeah was well, interesting. I I I'm not I'm gonna stop there. I've got other stories, but I'm gonna stop there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to this story. Uh, so mm. one night, sorry, Dirk. Yeah, one night. No, don't be sorry for. Dirk. Well, yeah, I kind of be sorry for Dirk. But anyway, <clears throat> one night where there, it's like a Tuesday night, and the owner of this bar uh, was a notorious cokehead and coke dealer. Which, by the way, this bar is mm. no longer there, so I'm not telling. I'm not telling tales out of school. Oh, but the loon is gone. It is gone. But. One night where there's like a Tuesday night and it's literally like me and my buddy, Miles, and the couple of regulars that usually play pool where they're playing pool. And in walked a guy with a fucking baseball hat on his head, covered down, thick jacket on, walks in and Cliff, the owner of the bar, walks out and meets him. And it's fucking Owen Wilson. Now, Owen Wilson is about, I don't know, from the tabloids, about six weeks out of... Um, rehab at this point for you know mm. different drugs or whatever but cocaine definitely one of them well 
we all know why Owen fucking came to the loon to see Cliff. Let's get some fucking cocaine. Now, there are about six girls. No, there are six girls. There are six girls in this bar. We've scouted them all out. Of course, there's every guy. Anytime a guy walks into a bar, you immediately scout out every piece of pussy in your immediate area. You make definitive judgments sure. immediately. Yes. And then you pick your prospects, you know, accordingly. So there's six women in this bar. And at this particular point, me and Miles are interested in none of them because we're playing pool and we're having a good time. However, Yay. they sit they sit down at this uh shut up, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they sit down, Cliff and uh, uh Owen sit down at a table and then they come put the quarters down on the table and say, Hey, we got next game. Cool. So we play, me and Miles win, then Cliff and Owen play. And if you've never seen Owen Wilson in person, which first of all, if you've seen him on TV or movies, you know how ugly he is on camera. He's a very ugly man. In person, There's, he... That's, that it would be challenged by a lot of women, just so you know. Okay, well, in person, he looks like homemade soap. This motherfucker is one of the ugliest dudes in person with no makeup on that I've ever seen ever in fucking life. Like, if he wasn't famous... He, he might not ever get laid without putting money down. Like, this dude is ugly as fucking homemade soap. It's terrible. He's got, anyway, got a weird nose. His nose is weird. It's not just that. I mean, well, I mean, the drug use and everything, whatever. He looked like shit. Mm -hmm. He looked like ground-up dog shit. But anyway. Wow, wow. Look at this place. The loon. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, play pool, whatever. Uh, we win. They sit back down, put more quarters up. But when they sit back down, two of the six girls kind of catch wind of who's here, I guess from the bartender chicks or oh, whoever. Yeah. And they oh, migrate yeah. over to the table. And then <clears throat> another pair migrate over the table. And then the last pair migrate over the table. So now, <laughs> Owen and Cliff have the fucking six chicks that are in the entire bar sitting at their table. Six pack, mm -hmm. and then with their quarters still sitting there, I looked at Miles. At this one I was like, "We ain't getting into the game out of them, bro. Like they're fucking done." And within the next ten minutes, all eight of them get up and walk out of the loon. And again, I don't consider myself, you know, extraordinarily handsome. I know I'm decent looking. This dude is as ugly as our fucking logo back there. Like he, like the skull and bones <laughs> would have a better shot of getting laid. On fresh uh, air and no money than Owen Wilson. But yet, him and this dude took six chicks out of that, the only six chicks in the bar that weren't working in the bar, out of the fucking bar mm. that night. So that's another plan <clears throat> on how to get chicks because if you're just famous, just if you're just fucking famous, famous it doesn't matter yeah. what you look like. It, that, was, that was the most incredible display of power over pussy I've ever seen. Personally, in my lifetime, it was fucking nuts. How does that conversation even go? I'm assuming by your story that these six chicks were in groups of two and the other the other pairs did not know each other. No. Oh, they were that, sitting that, on completely like there was like okay. two chicks here, okay. two That's, chicks over here, and two gotcha. chicks over here at the bar. No. So how does that conversation go? When they all eventually migrate over, when you got a bunch of birds around you just flapping, 
and you just say, Hey, uh, I got some cocaine at the, uh, at, I know a guy over here. We got, we going to go do cocaine. Everybody just, just come on over. Like, you know, like that's, that's famous feel, people problem. I feel like he's smoother than that. They probably just said, Hey, uh, you guys want to go somewhere else and party? That's generally the code word for doing oh, drugs. Wow. You guys want to go See, I would be a party? bad, I would be a bad drug, uh, user in a bar. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> who's got the cocaine. <laughs> but, uh, I heard well, that, get out of uh, here, Nark! <laughs> Owen Wilson said there was cocaine over here, so it's just, we're looking for it. He, he yeah. seems like he knows. So they would they would have the bouncer fucking throw you out on your fucking forehead because they would think you were a narc. Isn't yeah, it that, called candy? Yeah, but again, you don't use any like you just say, "Hey, who wants to get out of here and go party?" And that's just kind of what happens. You get out of there and you go fucking party. I would say, with a little, hey, with, with a little, do you want to go down the slopes of the the snow slopes? Are you following me? The, do you, do you want like there's lines of <laughs> of slopes and and they're they're made of snow? Do you want to go down those and See, all you follow of, me? Where's the cocaine at? All of your smoothness <laughs> goes out the window as soon as drugs nah, like yeah. enter the equation. Yeah. Yeah, I can pick up women. I cannot pick up drugs. Just yeah. don't send me on a drug deal. Like, hey, who's got the booga sugar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Oh, uh, but that's that's definitely another system for doing it for sure. Yeah, just be famous. Uh, you could you could you could make them laugh and do all the stuff I said, or just you know just be famous and rich. It's one or the other. They they both probably actually now his is a hundred percent. Mine has still got a, it's got a hit rate in the, in the, you know, probably a batting average, a good batting average in baseball. His is going to be more like a slugging percentage. He's just, he's just tearing yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. His, his is more like a slugging percentage. However, um, you know, your system, you could be a very average ball player, you know, hitting around 220 and still be very successful. In in yeah. your endeavors and uh, uh -huh. you know for his I mean you got to be a fucking all star like not everybody can fucking be a rod like not everybody can be Barry Bonds like you know mm -hmm. there's a, there's a lot of fucking um, you know whoever you want to say uh, out there I don't know any baseball players anymore I'm the Rusty Greer I'm the Rusty Greer oh Rusty Greer is a 300 just... fucking hitter you dick or like 270 at least don't disparage Rusty Greer I mean. I mean, I thought it was, I, I don't know. He was, but he wasn't like an all-star. I don't Man, think. Did Rusty ever make an all-star in the game? I don't know. I think, I'm gonna I, go feel, with I no. feel like he did. I feel like he did. I'm going to go with no. I think they saved all the, the all-star spots for the Rangers in that era for the ones on steroids. So let me look it up. Well, Rusty I mean, Greer. Pudge was a perennial all-star because he was the best catcher of all goddamn time. Uh, and then Juan had his, you know, he had his stretch where he was obviously an all-star. I mean, the dude won the Silver Slugger like three fucking times. Um, Let's see what the old Wikipedia says. By the way, Juan oh, Gonzalez he... fucking almost averaged one RBI per game played for his entire career, which that's just fucking stupid. Just fucking Yeah, dumb. he was awesome. Um, underrated. 
And he batted 305 for his lifetime. That's fucking 305. Amazing. Yeah, okay. So better than I even said. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing He batted 319. What? He only had 119 uh, home runs in his career. Hold on. Yeah, but he hit 305. Not he didn't make an all-star game in left field? Mm. What the fuck? There was years he batted like 330. What? Unless they're burying the lead. I mean, usually it's – usually the accomplishments are way up at the top. So, yeah, I don't see um... – Jesus fucking Christ. Who was – I don't you know. Talk, you talk about getting the raw end of the stick, the fucking steroid deal. You bet 305 for your career and you don't make a goddamn all-star game playing left field and playing a great left field, by the way. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't man. think he. I, don't, I mean, hit the comments if we're wrong and tell us. But in 1997 was his most successful season. Check this out. He finished. He had to have made the All Star. He finished seventh in the AL with a 321. Uh, he had 26 home runs and 108 RBIs. So 108. I don't know. Maybe oh, not from left field. Well, remember. Remember back then, but remember back then that was a steroid error. That that might not have got it, honestly. Uh, maybe Albert Bell beat him out. I guess. I don't know. Around that, it yeah. doesn't see. I don't. I don't see it. So, I'm the Rusty Greer of picking up chicks. They don't see me coming. <laughs> they don't see me. <laughs> Very fucking underrated. God damn! I didn't. No I mean, I rewards. Didn't... No accolades. Just steady batting three oh five. Just fucking, just fucking getting up there, getting hits, knocking in runs. <laughs> oh, man. Just steady Eddie. Good performance after good performance after good performance. Nothing I mean, and special. you're still going into your 40s. Where's What's Rusty doing? I actually saw him a couple years yeah. ago at a golf tournament. Um, he still looks good. He still looks good. He can hit the golf ball a long fucking way, I'll tell you that. God damn, that dude can crush. Crush. I've got about... I've got about 16 years left in my career, and then I'm going to hang them up. Um, you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe my maybe my dick will fall off before then, and then it'll be a forced retirement. You're I'm gonna, not sure, but uh... you're going to be the LeBron James of fucking just fucking. You're going to be oh, like man. consistently fucking great forever. <laughs> man, well, consistently okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, yeah, so that was that was all I had for that. Uh, I've got I've got a. Um, did you see the Did you see the Supreme Court ruling on the uh, the FDA? Not the FDA, but the EPA. Did you see that story come down? This is before they went on their fucking break. Was it EPA plus CPOE? Because if that was the case, it's not good for Baker. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, no, not that. Not not your EPA. Oh, okay. The 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 EPA is <laughs> an environmental protection agency. Uh, so, anyways, it obviously they jammed a bunch of big decisions at the end of uh, last week or whenever that was. Obviously, everybody knows the abortion one. We talked about that in the last episode. Go back and check that out if you haven't. Uh, there was a Second Amendment uphold um, law in New York that 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 came down, and then this one, which I think has a chance to be one of the the one of the biggest ones that they did and the longest lasting going forward for our, for our freedoms and our protections. Uh, it was, it was the EPA versus West Virginia. And basically just cause it, it gets wordy, you know, but, but to ramp, wrap it up in layman's terms, the EPA wanted to put restrictions on the coal mining industry in West Virginia and basically cripple, you know, much of that, much of that state in their industry. Um, 
And they and it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled ruled in West Virginia's favor. You cannot an outside agency, FDA, CDC, WHO, EPA. The fucking list goes on and on because our government is way too fucking big. Uh, outside of the three branches of government, Th- these are all bureaucracies. No one votes on these people. They're not elected. They're they're just there making huge decisions. So the Supreme Court said, no, you cannot. It go it needs to go through legislation the way it's supposed to be. And if the people of Virginia or West Virginia, if they, if the legislators put it forward and it passes, then the people of West Virginia say go to hell. And and obviously they would, and they'd kick them all out. So um, it was a big win going forward. It's going to give, it's going to give less power and control to, to, you know, the CDC and the FDA. I mean, we saw what happened, you know, over the Corona and all that fucking bullshit. So going forward, it could be some, um, a little bit harder for the Dr. Fauci's to come in and fucking ruin <laughs> people's life and ruin people's business. So um, we'll see the next time it's a, a big decision that needs to be made outside of legislative and outside of executive. We'll see how much power and push these bureaucracies get. So another big win for the Supreme Court. They, they you know, depending on who you are, they packed it in pretty hard and heavy before they went on break uh, and, and made a stand for a lot of things. Um, and again, if you don't agree, if you're one of the people that don't agree, we'd love to have you on the show. You know, DM us, comment, whatever you got to do. If you want to get on and disagree with us at any time on any show, on any topic, you just let us know. We got a spot for you. So, but yeah, that was a, that was a big win that came down. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> they already uh, don't let them grow the weed. And the moonshine that they're so good out there in West Virginia. <clears throat> so, if you take away the coal, that's pretty much the weed. Uh, is that a weed not legal state? I don't think so at the moment, but you know they. Let's look that up. They I feel harvest like those that backwoods shit, West like, Virginia's. Yeah, they harvest that shit like it's fucking tobacco. They have millions and millions of fucking plots of it, whatever. But, um. It's funny because you go from Virginia, which I've been in Virginia, and I actually went to West Virginia through Virginia just to see the mountains. And the most breathtaking thing to me other than the mountains was as soon as you cross that state line, it goes from like basically McMansion, McMansion, McMansion on golf courses and then just like shack, 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 shack. shack. Like it's just (laughs) fucking terrible. It's a fucking terrible place to live. And now you're going to take away their only means of living in a fucking shack. So, yeah. Probably big win it's there. It's not it's not uh it's not it's it's up soon in West Virginia to be decided. It as of right now, it's not legal there. It is legal in Virginia, not in West Virginia yeah, as of right what, now. That's that's where they export their product to. It's right across the border. Mm-hmm. Um but have you ever seen those videos of the fucking, you know, DA fucking raiding those gigantic plots of fucking weed through hell. They fly helicopters and they've got like patches of fucking wood. Like if you've ever been there, you know what it is. Mountains with nothing but wood. You can't see shit. And basically they carve out patches in these woods to grow these gigantic plots of fucking weed and have their moonshine distilleries and all that shit. Like they grew up doing their grandpappy grew up doing and all that shit. Um, but my only question with that is like that's great that the supreme court did that but what can they do for us like in real time so that the next time 
you know, the CDC suggests that we fucking shut the country down and we don't have a president strong enough to stand up to them, <clears throat> that we don't fucking do that and ruin the economy. And now all these studies have come out for all these kids that the depression is massive, the suicidal mm-hmm. suicide's gone up, everything's gone up. And of course, all the fucking, you know, mass shooters and all this other shit that we have going on or whatever uh, from all these young kids, like, what protection are they going to give us in real fucking time? Because a lot of the shit that they do, which it is their nature, I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying it's not their nature to be retroactive because that is the nature of the Supreme Court, right? They don't rule on things in real time. But, like, how do we get these cases expedited faster, these issues expedited faster to them to rule on is my first question. My second question really is this, and it's been kind of telling because, you know, since the Roe versus Wade thing happened, the Democratic Party has come on very hard on, you know, the Supreme Court, but the dude they've come down the hardest on is Clarence Thomas. Now, that ruling, I believe, was six to three in the court versus Roe versus Wade, yet the only black dude to vote against it, that's who they're coming down on the hardest. I think there's a term for that. I think it's called racism, I think. (laughs) However, the Democrats don't, you know, they claim to be the anti-racist party, but anytime a black guy does anything of any consequence that actually the American people, the majority of the American people actually want, all of a sudden, he's the fucking bad guy. So it's funny to me that they're the anti-racist party. However, they will crush any black person that stands up to them. So, and they crush them harder than they do the white people. So that's just funny to me. I don't know. It's, it's funny. That that's because said. that's just because Clarence Thomas is the, is the black face of white supremacy. And everybody knows that. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, just, it's the black face of white supremacy. It's, He's who just, fucking uh, said that? Who said that shit? I don't remember. I don't remember where or who started that phrase. Jesus. It, it was probably. It was probably like even Max Kennedy or one of those fucking kooky, uh, you know, the BLM leaders. I'm. It, I'm sure it was. It has to be uh, Patrice Colors. It's got to be one of them that started that shit. Um, now, as far as your questions, I don't know how. I don't know how cases get fast tracked. Um, if it's some sort of national emergency up to this, I mean, obviously it goes through the steps um, and hopefully this ruling, because all the old Supreme Court does is interpret the law. That's they can't, they can't enforce it. Obviously they literally just interpret the law as the cases come to them. Yeah, um, on a case by these, case basis. If, they have to, you have to bring it like they can't say, Hey, yes, we think this is wrong. Let's rule on this. No, you have right. to bring yeah, them no. a case and then they can so interpret what I would hope, whatever they want. What I would hope that happens with this, knowing that this ruling is in their is in the back pocket, and you knew you know how they're kind of leaning um, now, is that the lower courts, the states, can say "fuck you, Fauci, we're not doing that," and everybody just says, "No, oh, like a, like a DeSantis, you know he will." He'll say, "No, we're yeah. not doing that," and that's the end of. It. And you can take it to court. They can they can take it to the courts, and hopefully, because of this ruling at the highest at the highest court, they have the uh, backbone and the the confidence to say, "Nah, this isn't going to work." It's gonna, and hopefully, it just gets thrown out the lower levels, 
because no one's doing this shit again. No one's going to do this shutdown thing again. I, I mean, I don't think in this country that's happening. Um, so, no. you know, it, that, it's, they, they, they've it, done it, it again in China. Uh, <clears throat> and in fact, I saw a story that, uh, was it Hong Kong or whatever? They, they've now shut down so many plane flights and this and like, they're kind of going back in the reclusiveness of the COVID shutdown. And there's a lot of people, there's some people that are being very bullish on Chinese EFTs right now. And a lot of people that are wary on buying back in just yet because they don't know if they're going to drop lower, which, you know, if you're a gamble man, as we are, I'm kind of sitting it out and waiting to see what happens. I don't, I'm not going to be real bullish right now, but I mean, man, just the fact that they are going backwards into that is so fucking insane to me. Um, and, and to think that they think that they can withstand it, which maybe they can, maybe they can't. I don't know the economy. None of us really know the economy numbers in China that get reported or whatever. They fucking, they also reported that this guy caught the shit from a fucking bat and, you know, mm -hmm. they only had fucking yeah. like 100 cases and only one person died. They can report whatever the fuck they want. And we took their word for it. I remember, I remember when the, the guy that was up on, you know, being interviewed by probably Rand Paul or one of the guys on Congress, and they're like, and they're asking these questions about, you know, where, the, the, where it originated from and this and that. <laughs> you know, to paraphrase, the guy was like, well, where did they say, you know, where did they, how, what did they, what was their answers? He's like, well, they told us it, they told us it, it didn't come from the lab. They're like, and you just, that was it? You just believed them? He's like, yeah, we just that's they said it would it didn't come from there. This was the this was a part of the team that was doing the investigation to quote unquote find out, you know, if there was anything there. It's just the it's a fucking joke, man. Yeah, they do what they want over there. They you can't just go into China and call and and with these American badges, your FDA, your C, your CDC, you're not just going over there and calling the shots in their country. That ain't happening. You're seeing what they want you to see, when they want you to see it, and they'll let you know. <laughs> that's how it works over there well it wasn't, it wasn't just them i mean if you look at even a lot of the republican mouthpieces and conservative <clears> mouthpieces because <throat> trump was in office even trump himself was it it's not going to be that bad barely code uh it's almost extinct already like i mean i remember Cl fucking clay travis tweeting i was like oh china said like five people died like this shit will be over in a month it's fine they all wanted it to just not happen and they just repeated the same bullshit that China fucking gave out because they were politically motivated to do so and guess what? They were fucking wrong. So it was both sides on that shit and like you said, you can't trust anything those motherfuckers say because they can say and report whatever the fuck they just like they can say they're not genociding the fucking, uh, is it what? Uyghurs? Is that what it Uyghurs? is? Uyghurs, yeah. Yeah, they the can say they're not Uyghurs. having a genocide against the Muslim Uyghurs. We have survivors that are here telling the fucking story. We know that they fucking are. We know they fucking are. But they say, well, you oh, got to no, treat their not. slaves first. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're slaves they're, until they die. Well, I mean, they're, they're fucking uh, chemically castrating the women to make sure they don't mm. fucking reproduce, that the problem doesn't get bigger, which, by the way, if you're going to fucking um, hold people as slaves and want to genocide, first step is to castrate the women to make sure the problem doesn't fucking grow. you got to dig a lot more holes. It's a fucking logistics thing. So I, China, I get it from your standpoint. <laughs> However, they're saying none of that shit is Amazing. fucking happening. And yet, 
it's absolutely fucking happening, and people in this country just act like it's fucking not. And you got fucking LeBron James up there saying, "Oh, the fucking Daryl Morey, he don't know what he's he needs to get more educated in the subject. He knows what he's talking about." Like, okay, guy mm-hmm. that <clears throat> probably really didn't graduate high school. Uh, you're going to tell the fucking MIT grad that he needs to get more educated on any subject fucking ever? I mean, if, if you want to say that he can't dunk, I'll buy that. Or you could beat him in one-on-one, sure. 100%. But tell him he's not educated on the subject, that just shows the dumbassery of fucking mm. LeBron James you gotta ask, over fucking all. You got to ask the question why, though. Like, we can get up here and we can, we can, you know, the why is the most important always. And any of these scenarios that get brought up that are, you know, we, that are the serious topics that we talk about, you know, because we know the bullshit that they're doing. You got to take it to the next one. Why? Why are they doing Why is our country in bed with, with people that are doing human atrocities? Uh, why, why, are they, why are they lying to the public? Whatever the scenario comes up, you got to ask the question why, because then you can get to the deeper questions uh that that people aren't even asking so we got to get past the like you're stupid and they're stupid and and then all this if we got to find out the why so that we can you know get to the root of the problem and and well, the uh, why get LeBron the people James, out of office the why from well, not LeBron him. I'm not, well, I'm, well he, he's he, saying the why from him <laughs> is because the fucking nba makes 40 percent of their income from fucking china thanks to yao ming it's a huge it's like a and him specifically him specifically 400 and the problem was Daryl Morey was the fucking GM of the Rockets, which is the biggest team in China, again, because of Yao Ming. That was a $400 million hit when he said those words. They lost $400 million that year from China because he said... Did it come back? I think a lot of it has, yeah. But yeah. $400 million right there. <clears throat> Bam. And if I'm LeBron James, mm-hmm. and again, I've said it and I've said it and I'll say it again on this podcast. I understand if you're about your money. I understand if you're about patriotism. I understand if you're about what, as long as you're about what you're about and be true to it, I have no problem with it. But don't fucking convolute that by trying to either take others down or fucking piss on my leg and tell me it's fucking raining. So don't tell me you're about human rights and don't tell me about human atrocities and want to fucking preach and bitch moan and complain about that and then yet try to cover up the human atrocities that make you all your hundreds of millions. I ain't, I don't get down like that. If you want to say, Hey, nobody, whatever, whatever, whatever happens in China happens in China. I don't know if he would have said that. Hey man, I don't know. I, I'm here. I'm in America. I'm trying to help America be the best it can. If he just said that, cool. Let's fucking rock on. Let's fucking rock mm-hmm. on. I would accept that all fucking day long. That's you know? why you'll never be Jordan. You'll never be Jordan. <laughs> never. Yeah, because <clears throat> Jordan said, "What do he say? Republicans wear, <clears throat> Republicans wear sneakers too. Republicans wear sneakers too." And you and you know how Jordan's like. I mean, I could be wrong on this, but you know how Jordan's legacy grew and grew and grew, and like it just it just became like cemented in stone. I think LeBron's because he's still playing, so you know, yeah. I think his legacy is gonna be fucking. It's just it's not gonna grow. It's gonna at best plateau, and I think get worse because he's gonna. You know, when he gets outside of basketball, he's going to get – I mean, he's going to probably be an owner. He's going to be political and say – and it's, it's just going to get more and more uh, turning turning people off to where his legend will just never grow. It already can't match it on, you know, as far as like – well, actually, he does put up some awesome numbers, and he's going to end up with a lot of rings. And But it's not going to be the six for six of Jordan. We'll he doesn't that. have the killer – 
He can't be six for six. No, I'm saying we'll see if he has he a might, lot of he I mean, might get he six. Four rings. I, we'll see right. if he might get two more. We'll see. I mean, he, he won't, won't be, the, be he, he won't, won't be the best player. The, yeah, he won't get six as the best player. Right. Yeah. So I think his his legacy is pretty much cemented in that he's not better than Jordan, uh, and he's kind of a it's, he's just a big turnoff to so many people. People don't like him. You have to be likable to be the goat. It's, it's for, not, you know, or you have to eventually <clears throat> grow into it. Like p- people hated Brady for a long time, and I mean, so many people now they were like, "I used to hate Brady, hate Brady, hate Brady," and it's kind of, you know, he's kind of turned that corner a little bit to where he, there's less yeah. people that hate him. You know, so I don't know, if LeBron can do that, then maybe, but I well, doubt it. Brady did that <clears throat> on the field though, because he just kept winning so much. He can't deny it anymore. Like you know, so many people were deniers, deniers, not but I mean, dude, once you double. Joe Montana and everybody else that's ever won for like there's no denying it anymore on the field and, and he off, got funny and off the he field got funny once on he social left, media yeah, once he left New England he got to get on social media he's funny he's funny as shit mm-hmm. uh, he's been yeah, on the golf tournament like he's now. funny yeah but I think the other thing that's going to stop LeBron which is no fault of his is the fact that just this society moves on so fast now you know when Jordan retired the the second time which was the most important time in 98 he was six for six he was the goat and there was no social media there was no really anything i i mean i remember distinctly because i watched probably about 16 hours of it espn ran 24 hours straight of the best of michael jordan and i probably watched about 16 i'm not lying uh yeah <laughs> I cried a little bit i'm not gonna lie that dude was my you talking about his you talking about the documentary no I'm talking about when he retired in 98. It was just like an hour long oh. of Jordan for 24. <clears throat> they did a 24-hour straight on ESPN Jeez. of Michael Jordan. Because it's in June, it's just baseball than that. Nobody gives a shit. It was literally Jordan for 24 fucking hours. I think it was over the All-Star Weekend, if I remember right. And I literally watched 16 of the 24 hours. And yeah, I cried a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That dude was my dude. Um... My favorite athlete of all time. I was I hated to see him go, but I loved to see him going out on top. But all that time, and then all those years after, cemented right. I mean, the NBA ratings dropped to nothing. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody gave a fuck. Even through the Shaq and Kobe years, the ratings were nothing. Nothing compared to Jordan, right? It took a whole. I mean, there's still nothing compared to that. They built back some now, but. Now that social media and everybody moves on so quickly from fucking everything, like everything's like a 24-hour cycle, if you're lucky, it's more like a four-hour fucking cycle. Like, LeBron just won't have the staying power because everybody will move on to the next fucking thing. And so that, and that's through no fault of his own. That's just the era that he's going to grow up in and go out in. So that's, that's not his fault, but that is definitely one of the reasons why his legacy will never be what Jordan's was. And of course, the rest of it, is is everything else like everything you saw in the documentary he's a bitch he's a bitch he is a bitch <laughs> and jordan was six he's six. a bitch and jordan you know when he got his ass Jordan's kicked, just cool what he's, he's fucking cool man when he got his ass kicked did he go fucking join another team nah he fucking went to the weight room told his whole team get in the fucking weight room we gotta beat these motherfuckers i like then, seeing clips of jordan now like I, I still like seeing clips of Jordan now. Like you'll be scrolling through on Facebook, and you'll you'll see like these, or you know, in his socials, and you'll just see like these little clips. And he just he's one of those dudes, kind of like what I was talking about with the James plan. You got to carry yourself cool, man. 
just he he carries himself cool. He's always carrying himself. And if you watch LeBron, you know, he's I mean, obviously he's a big giant athlete and just, you know, he's but he looks around like like when LeBron's walking in a room, he's kind of like scanning the room real quick with beady eyes and like just there's there's not that like, yeah, man, you know I'm why? here. Everybody everybody check me out. You know why though? I don't that, know why. That that's <clears throat> my other that's my other point of why <clears throat> LeBron will never be Jordan. <clears throat> and people could say I'm crazy for this or whatever. But I truly believe this is true. Michael Jordan is a very, very good-looking man. And LeBron James looks like a goddamn mongoloid. And you can't be that ugly. You have a weird – okay, Owen Wilson and LeBron James, you just called them ugly. And I don't think that most people – I mean, we can do a poll with the women, I guess, but like – LeBron James looks like a fucking mongoloid. He just does. He's got a giant fucking forehead. He's not a bad looking dude. He's a terrible looking dude. And that is the reason why he'll never be Jordan. He'll never look good because he 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 is not a good looking man. He's not a good looking man, period. He never But even if he was, he doesn't carry I mean he doesn't carry himself. If he was, maybe he'd carry himself differently. No. He's not. We we just went over this. It's part of the plan. He's not even an average looking man. If he was just a dude. Oh god, he's no, dude, yeah, that motherfucker's he ugly. He's ugly. He's ah. fugly, actually. Yes, dude, that dude. Should, fuck- I, should I send him a copy of the James plan? No, he'll try to steal it. LeBron James. He'll, he'll, he'll fucking <laughs> trademark it, the LeBron James plan. Fuck that. That's mine. That shit is mine. Hey, you know what, though? That is one thing I can say for LeBron James in his defense. Um, I don't want to come off as, you know, ultimate LeBron hater, but he's never had any. For all of his fame, and this this kid has been famous since he was 14 fucking years old. He was on the fucking cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated, I think, at 16. At 18, Nike gave him $100 million before he ever stepped foot on the court. You've never heard one off-the-field thing about him. He's never been in a controversy. He's never, whatever deal he has going on with his <clears throat> wife, it's a solid fucking deal. Uh, whatever yeah. you want to say about He's LeBron James, off, the, off <clears throat> the court, there's no gambling like Jordan. There's no all not drinking like Jordan Story. There's none of that shit. So that dude off the court is as solid as a goddamn rock. So I will give him all kudos mm-hmm. and all props for being a grown man at a very young age to handle all that fame and all that money. Because how many have we seen crash and fucking burn? And he was not one of them. He fucking worked his balls off. He's He is one of the greatest players to ever play in the NBA, period. So no disrespect there at all. But he's a very ugly yeah. man. And that is not going to get you goat status when you're a very fucking ugly man. I'm just, you're just not. Yeah. Joe Montana was considered the Take goat that. too, not because he just had four rings, because he's a good looking dude. Tom Brady. Joe Montana? Yeah. Oh my God. Back See, day, he was ugly to me. I back thought back he was day. ugly. Well, no, back in the day, he was good. Now he is. Yeah, he didn't age well. Mm. well he was mm, a lot better looking mm, than Terry mm. Bradshaw, who was the other guy who had four fucking rings. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just the '80s thing. I don't know. Let's not turn this into a ranking guys episode. I don't... <laughs> this is going into some weird places, man. I don't really like it. Oh Making me, shit! Uh, uncomfortable. But long hearts having a. That's all for me. Unless you got anything else. Uh, <sighs> no, I think anything I got else we can. Uh, actually, yeah, one more thing. One yeah. quick thing. And I think it's a big win for a lot of people that have been talking about the Hunter <clears throat> Biden laptop. So did you see Peter Ducey go at the uh, new 
public spokesperson or whatever she is for uh, Biden. It, uh, it was a last week. If it this it, week, last this, week, I think it was this week. The physical and mental midget that he has uh, speaking for him <laughs> now, which uh, Clay Travis posted uh, a picture of it, and I tweeted back as like, "This this really isn't fair." Like, at least the ginger put up a fight. Like, this is like pistol whipping a blind kid. Like, it's Jean Saint Pierre or what? What's her name? Jean. I don't fucking know. What the fuck is her name? Something. Some weird fucking name. Anyway, uh, Peter Ducey went in on the Biden um, voicemail. The laptop was like, hey, you know, he said he didn't have any knowledge of his son's overseas dealings. But obviously this uh, voicemail says different. And she literally had no answers to it. <clears throat> and then but she did what she did say. And, she, and then somebody else followed up on it, too. She's like, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to answer that. Uh, I'm not going to speak to anything uh, from the laptop. So she acknowledged <laughs> there was a laptop, which they've never done before. And she's like, so, Peter, if you want to do that, you can talk to Hunter's representation. Because that's that's who that question should be directed to. And then somebody followed up. was like, hey, you were pretty dismissive of Peter's question about the president in this voicemail where he <laughs> directly acknowledged that he did have knowledge of these business dealings. So what was the president he's always said he's on the level with us he's always on the level with us has he not been on the level has he not been telling the truth and she's like again i'm not going to address anything from the laptop so two times she had acknowledged the fact that there is a laptop which they denied from day fucking before day fucking one and then two times she told them to address hunter's representation however they were asking a question of the president of the united states from his representative and she directed them to a third party about a third party that they were not <laughs> fucking asking about so she's so fucking bad at her job like i i would love to have seen how saki would have spun that she would have done a way better job there's no doubt about it think what you want to about she that circled fucking, back we'll about, circle yeah. back to that peter yeah about think what you want to about that fucking ginger cunt and she is the fucking devil spawn there's no doubt about it however she was pretty goddamn good at her job, and I do miss the entertainment of her and Ducey going back. She was and forth. skilled. She was skilled at the sparring back and forth with uh, with Peter. It's Car it's Kareem Jean Pierre. Stupid fucking name. Um, and if anybody out there wants to like really learn about this whole laptop and, and everything that went down with that, there's a book out there um, by Miranda Devine called "The Laptop from Hell." Great book. Recommend it. Read it. Learn all about it, and uh, you will learn, you will learn all about Hunter Biden, and you'll learn some things you don't want to know, and uh, the Biden family, uh, for that matter. It's it's uh it's 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 in a long line of corrupt politician families, and notice I didn't say Democrat because there's been plenty of Republican Demo uh, Republican families that have been corrupt too. So, long line of dirty Repub uh, dirty Democrat politicians. 100% long line of dirty politicians in this country, but I did think the most significant thing that came out of that was the fact that she admitted there was a laptop two different times when, again, they have denied it for how long? Uh, he's been in well, remember, 18 months plus his campaign. The, the Clintons perfected this. Like, like speaking of corrupt uh, politician families, the, the Clintons perfected this system. It is, it is when the media brings something up, you deny, deny, deny. Bring it up, deny, 
Next week, bring it up, deny, bring it up. A month later, bring it up. Two months later, bring it. It's deny, deny, deny. And then eventually, when you can't, when all the facts get out and 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 journalists actually do their job and and find proof and get hard proof, then it's like, and then they bring it up six months later to the to the people. You're like, ah, why are you bringing that up? That's old news. That's old news. That was that's 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 yeah. nothing there. So ask, you deny, ask, deny, ask deny. That's Hunter's months. lawyer about that. Yeah, we're, we're not even and, about and, that. And you watch, you watch next week or next next few days. It'll be like, ah, you know what? We're moving on. That's old news. Um, we really don't talk about Hunter. And you can you can you likely to feel free to contact his people. But it's old news. <laughs> we're moving on. So that that is a that is a Clinton machine uh, staple right there. Gotta love him. Yeah, it's pretty damn that, good. That and the and the suicide. That and the suicide yourself. That's those are the staples. Yeah, I'm just waiting on old, old dirtbag bitch to fucking bite the dust there in prison on her 20 years. She's sentence. not going to. She's not going to. She would have already been dead. She is. She. She. She's going to get out in five to ten years because she's a good little soldier who kept her mouth shut. She made a deal. She's. She's made a deal with somebody to not get herself suicided, and she's going to get out and play the game, and the, the powers that be that do all these diddling to the little kids. And have all these stories, they're going to return the favor because she was a good little soldier and kept her mouth shut. And well, they're going to get her already, out in five or ten they've years. They've already sealed the case. Okay, so then, so then, there's no. She's she's not going to be dead. She's she's going to survive this. She's not going to we'll be see. suicided. We'll see. I hope yeah, in take, uh, future. I'll episode. take the. I'll take the over on her uh, life expectancy. Give me the over. <laughs> <laughs> Coming on future episodes of the Bachelor of Babylon, boys and girls, did or did not Giselle Maxine or whatever the fuck her name is kill herself in prison? However, this is the end of episode nine of the Bachelor's Babylon. Really hope Number you nine. enjoyed it. Uh, no webby. Uh Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you are enjoying all the shows on the Bachelor of Babylon or on the Revolution Network. Sorry. Uh, you got football and freedom. My boy. Subscribe. Longhorn. Subscribe. Subscribe to the Revolution Network on YouTube. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe there. You got Football and Freedom, my boy Longhorn. You got the I Mean It With Me. You got, obviously, this badass show with both of us and coming very soon. Oh, coming very soon. I think we might actually have to do the first. We might have to do the first episode live in Vegas in a few weeks uh, mm -hmm. of FGH of the season. It is coming fucking up. coming. It is fucking coming. Anyway, uh, appreciate you guys. Really appreciate the watch, the listens. Please, please, please subscribe, review, and rate. And we will keep pumping out good shit. And uh, we'll see you next week. Love you. Yeah.